Hey, you guys. I am just so excited to have one of our special guests with us, Miss Jaina Elise. Having been performing since the age of four, Jaina Elise, formerly known as Jaina Brown, is an up-and-coming artist you don't want to miss. You may have seen her on stage with the likes of Tyler Perry, Queen Latifah, Layla Hathaway, and many more. With one of her biggest appearances being on the hit TV show, America's Got Talent. After graduating from Performing Arts High School, Duke Ellington School of the Arts, the now 20-year-old has continued to hone her craft, producing, writing, composing, and arranging for herself and others in the industry. With a background in piano, guitar, dance, and acting, you never know what role you might see her in next, but we're just so grateful to have Ms. Jaina here with us on Black Canvas. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. I tell you, Jaina, this is going to be such a great moment. I think for our listeners, it's definitely a great moment for me because I know how talented you are and it's just going to be a great opportunity for us to learn more about you. So I have some quick, some fun questions that I wanted to ask that I thought would be really fun where we can kind of talk about some of your songs. So I came up with some questions based on the titles of your song, if that's okay. I absolutely love that. Let's do it. All right. So, Jaina, the first question we have, this is based on your song, Therapy. So we we have one of the questions says, what has been your therapy during the pandemic and how has music helped you keep you centered? And uh, that is a very, very good question. <laughs> I'm sure that uh, everyone can relate when I say that the pandemic has definitely brought some things to light um, as far as, you know, just daily interaction goes. Um, you know, basically the whole world stopped at one point. Uh, and so it was really important for me to just um, kind of find my footing as far as what music really meant to me at that point in my life, because music means different things to me as I progress and grow in it. Um, and so one of the things that I did uh, just to kind of like keep myself afloat, I did um, a lot of lives through Instagram because a lot of people were going live. Like that was the, that was the thing. And so I got with a group, uh, we were called live gang. And so we would just kind of like hop from one live to the other, just kind of like putting each other on, you know, building our social media and stuff like that. Uh, so that was one of the ways that not only I stayed tied into music because I was singing like all the time, uh, you know, all hours of the night. Um, but it was also just a way for me to, you know, hone my craft. Like I was doing music every, every, every day. I mean, I always do music every day, but it was, you know, more centered and, and more consistent um, as far as just like, you know, what am I going to sing today? Um, so that was just kind of like how I stayed afloat during the pandemic and uh, just kind of how I centered or recentered myself in music at that time. And I love that you mentioned that it's like recentering ourselves because this pandemic has definitely changed a lot of people's perspective or purview of how they see life and their experiences. And music has been such a healing property for me. I love listening to music and I was able to see you sing live and I love watching musicians, you know, in their, their element and sharing their voices. And you just have such an amazing voice that people really are connected with it. And so therapy for me, I know being a therapist, 
you know, as a licensed professional counselor, there's times where I talk to people and have to hear things. And it's just, it can be hard, especially during this time, because it's almost, you don't know what to say. Um, even though you, you're trained, you know, there's a lot of times things can catch you off guard. But as a musician, it's very similar. You have to be able to go with the flow and be able to, to feed off of someone else's emotions. And as a singer, I think that's a strong point that you have of being able to feed off. Yeah, uh, I definitely, that's a, that's a very strong point. I always, you know, talk about energy a lot um, because to me, music is just an energy share. And so, yeah, that was definitely something that I went through in the pandemic. It was like, how do I make someone, you know, feel the same thing that I'm feeling, but on the other side of the world, through a camera, through a very small lens. Uh, and so that was something that I was also exploring and, and something that, you know, like you said, a lot of people explore, um, which was really well, that's awesome, Jaina. And I want to go to our next song, which is Flower Petals. What or who have you had to release to help develop happiness in your daily regimen of living? And how has releasing that person or thing changed you? Oof. Getting deep on me. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, I would say... As far as releasing, I think it's less about who I release that's around me. I would say that the people that I keep around me um, are people that like, I would say, cause I'm, I'm like kind of shy. Like I'm, I'm really shy actually. <laughs> so I don't like often go up to people or like get to know people like, you know, out of the blue, I'm kind of more of like an observer, like sit in the background and then wait and be like, okay, that that's kind of a person that I can keep around me. So I think people that I, that I have around me, they weren't what I needed to release. I think it was more so like habits. Um, cause, cause it's easy to fall into like bad habits or especially, you know, during the pandemic where things were kind of slowed down. Um, and so I kind of got into the groove of like, Oh yeah, I'll get up or like, I'll push that off or I'll do that later. And so I think, uh, especially, you know, with me relocating and everything, what I had to release was just these bad habits of, you know, procrastinating or, or being too hard on myself. Um, because those things aren't going to get me to the next level or get me to where I need to be in life. And, and it took some time for me to recognize that. And I'm still, you know, going through that. <laughs> um, I think that's something that, you know, everybody has a time with as far as just like persevering through, um, but yeah, the, that's something that I would say I had to release and I'm still learning to release. Um, but, but once it happens, you know, I guess the sky's the limit. I love you mentioned that, um, Jaina, because I think releasing things out there into the atmosphere and just being aware of changing, um, like flower petals, just when you see a, a petal fall to the ground, a lot of times people forget that you can still find yourself in the process of what you experience and what you see in others. Um, and I love that you said it doesn't have to be a person. It can just sometimes be just your mindset. Um, and your mindset is very strong um, when we start to release those negative, the negative energy or maybe negative thought patterns. And we start actually finding ourselves in the process of our experiences. So I think you answered that really well. I love that. So let's go to our next one. Never been. What city or country would you love to travel to for a week? And how would being there help shift your heart? Okay. Um, so 
at the top of my list right now would be Cuba. I'd love to go to Cuba because there's so much history and not just history and like, you know, like, oh, 1962, this person sailed across the sea or whatever. <laughs> it's like there's so many, um, there's so much music and art history there that I think a lot of people overlook because of, you know, like the general history that everyone knows about Cuba. Um, but I would love to go there and just kind of like, you know, experience the food and, and the culture. And like I said, the music and the art history, like I think it's so um, um, wonderful. And that's one place that I've never been that I would so love to go to. You know, my dream place I've heard is Ireland. Everyone said Ireland is a really great place to go. I have never been. Um, I have been to like Belize before. I've been to the Cayman Islands. I've been to Freeport and NASA, Bahamas. Um, you know, I've been a few places and I'm like, wow. But like, I think Paris is one place I would love to go. And then just going to Ireland and just kind of just going around and seeing the scenery, I think. Or Holland. I heard Holland has some great senior i've heard some other stuff about holland too but <laughs> no offense there but <laughs> i've heard a lot of things about holland. <laughs> but um as far as like just going there and just traveling and meeting new people i think that's my main thing i want to have experiences of knowing people and i love this podcast because i've talked to people already from the uk and i've talked to people from australia and just really getting to know people and their culture and where they come from and that we all are connected or interconnected in, in a certain way. It's just such a great experience. Yeah, that is so, so, so important. And just like hearing you list off the places, I need to get some more stamps on my passport. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, see, Jaina, I went actually on cruises. So like that was that was my, my quote unquote way of traveling. Cause I was like, and people always laugh. They're like, you can't even swim. Why are you going on a cruise? But that's not the point. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to travel. <laughs> And so I ended up, my mom and I went on a few and I wanted to take her because I feel like we never know anything. And her birthday actually was this Sunday. So it was such a great moment. I was going down memory lane of just like, I wish that we were able to travel the way we used to because um, I just loved going and just letting her see the world because she never had that opportunity and she gave me everything. And so I always tell people like, if you don't pay it forward, you know, you don't want to live to regret those experiences. And so I, we took a lot of pictures and so on my timeline, it would show like pictures from this cruise and that place. I'm like, oh man, I remember that was really fun. So the pandemic has really, it's helped me to go down memory lane, but it also has kind of been like, oh, I just want to go and just stand on the beach for a few minutes. <laughs> right, right. The nostalgia of it all. <laughs> Absolutely. So Jaina, Ashley and I have something in common. Um, I wrote a book called Lionheart and I was joking with her, it's spelled L-Y-O-N heart. And she has a song called Lionheart. So I'm like, see, we're connected already. We already have the same wavelength. So I was like, that is really awesome. And I love the song. I went back and listened to it again because I had heard it before, but I was like, wow, this is an amazing song. Um, but I want Jaina to kind of talk about what does the word courage mean to you and how have you shown bravery in the face of this so actually, that's really funny because I feel like uh, courage and bravery are something that really play into that song. Um, and so thank you so much for bringing that up because I've been wanting to talk about this song and just what it meant to me as far as um, it was about my dad. And so I don't really have, you know, the best relationship with my dad, as I'm sure um, a lot of people can relate to. And so 
I wrote that song feeling like, you know, um, he has such a, a special place in, in my life and I'm not really sure kind of like where to put that. And so that's kind of what that song is describing, you know, um, Lionheart, you hide the truth. Like, what is it that you're trying to tell me? Like, what is it that you're trying to get through to me? And so for a while I had that song in my songbook and it wasn't until I was with some very special uh, writers and producers, shout out to Eric and Costa, by the way, that were, they were able to just kind of bring that song to life. Um, and, and, you know, they really, uh, created a vibe for it. And it took a lot for me to kind of get to that point of where, um, I could share that about myself and I could share that about my life because that's not something that I've necessarily talked about before or shared with really anyone. And then, you know, it was time to put it out into a song um, and, and then put it out into the world. And so they, they really helped kind of cultivate that and kind of mold that and be like, Hey, you know um, this is a really brave thing you're doing. You know, it takes a lot of courage to do this, but when you put it out there, imagine all the other people that it's going to touch or, or they're going to be able to relate to it. Um, and so that was kind of a time that uh, putting that song out actually uh, took a lot of a lot of courage and a lot of um, just kind of like, you know, I can do it. And uh, so I did. <laughs> I want to commend you on talking about that, especially from our culture. It's one of those things. I know I grew up in a culture where there was things that happen you just don't talk about it you try to work through it yourself or you it shouldn't be shared outside the household and so growing up with my abuse that I experienced myself and I, I'm very candid about discussing a lot of those things because it was just it really changed me and shifted me as a human being but I always go into that I'm not a victim I'm a survivor and I'm a thriver and I'm going to always use those experiences of discomfort and pain and frustration as actually something to propel me to the next step in my career and my life. And you don't have to personalize everything about someone who may not have known um, what they were giving you. And Pastor T.D. Jakes, I saw this, um, it was a video he did with Oprah Winfrey and he talked about, you know, her with forgiveness and she was talking about her mom. And then he mentioned about, you know, with about one plant capacity you know, um, that, you know, there's some 10 gallon people that we're 10 gallon people. And sometimes people only have one pint that they can give us. And so it reminds me of um, another thing I saw online where it talked about um, the glass being half empty or half full. And then they said, what about the glass being refillable? And so it was just something that stood out to me of like, hey, I can refill my own cup. Or if someone is giving me all that they can give me, and, and maybe that's not something that I need, or maybe want from them, but that's all they, they know how from their own experience, then I have to be able to take that in and not internalize it, but use it as leverage for me to find myself. And so that's helped me as a counselor, but it's also helped me as a human being to know that I can't change someone if they're not willing to change or admit to their faults or admit to things that they need to work through, but I can actually um, grow from it and become a stronger human being. And in becoming stronger, I can actually hopefully influence others along the way. So that, your song really did a lot for me. I don't think you even know, like, emotionally, the toll that your music and your voice has on, on people. And I just want to tell you personally, myself, thank you for not only singing the way you were able to convey a message, but what you really gave to the world. I think that's something, if y'all haven't heard it, you need to listen to it. 
but I think you, you did a lot for me. As- wow. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, that everything that you said was just, you know, so powerful there. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, that's exactly, you know, why I make music and, and why I sing is because, um, I want people, you know, like I said, it's an energy share. And so I want people to to know that they're not alone and and feeling the things that they feel because that's how I wanted to feel when I felt like I was alone. You know, I was like, well, has anyone has anyone felt what I felt right now? Um, <laughs> so so that's what I, I want to do with my music and and specifically that song. You know, everything that you said about being a survivor and 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 thriving. Um, especially the arc of that song at the end, it says, you know, Lionheart, we fight for you. And so I have come to the point in my life today where I, you know, recognize everything that you said. Some people um, are giving all that they can give and they're not in a position to give anymore because they weren't given the tools and the guidance in order to, you know, recognize um, how to move forward and, and how to fill their own glass, you know? And and so all we can do is be there for those people and as much as we can um, and as much as our own mental state will allow. And, and, and that's really, you know, all you can do. I agree. I think that's 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 a testament to you. You have such wisdom, Jaina. Um, I think that's something that not many people have at your age, but such a maturity. I really appreciate. Yeah, thank you. I've I've gotten that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that, and I think like um, you know, I always was told I was an old soul. I'm like, well, I don't know if that's a compliment, but I'll take it. But <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, I got enough gray hair. I've been graying for I don't know how long I look like and um like Moses almost. But anyway, but uh, <laughs> but I just love it. Just it's just a great thing to, to talk to someone who really has that intellect and the ability to, you know, enunciate and share your experiences. And I think you do an amazing job of that. Ah, well, thank you. Likewise, likewise. Same to you. All right. So this is a great question I love as well. If you could use one word to describe yourself, what word Hmm. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh man. Um that's that's really that's a really good uh that's a really good question. Um <laughs> I don't I don't know the first word and I have to make sure that I'm I'm using this in the correct sense. I think it's consensus, consensus. Hold on, let me let me make sure I'm, I'm on the right track here. Are, are we talking about like conscientious? Yeah, yeah, conscientious. Yes, I think that's a great word for you. Yes, one, one word. That's that's how I would describe myself. Awesome. I was thinking for you, free. Really, I love that. Oh my god! Thank you so much. Yeah. And when I say free, I think you're free to be yourself. I think you were free to share yourself on national television. I mean, America's Got Talent. You were on season 11, if I'm not mistaken. And just being on a show and having someone like Simon Cowell in front of you, just I I remember watching your performance when you did Rise Up and you did such a great job of singing. But it was like nerve wracking because he always knows how to curve something. And you don't know if it's going to be an insult or or a compliment, but like with... (laughs) 
but it was it was such a great moment when he was just like that was amazing like your best performance it's like it was like wow like it was so good to see you at that tender age to get that kind of compliment from someone who's been in the music industry for so long but yeah free when I think of free I think like you're free to to share of yourself you've been free even today being open and honest about your experiences and it's freeing when you're writing a song and you release it and you get to hear it and then people can give you their their input on what how it changed them I, I think that's amazing well, well, thank you so much. I will definitely take free as a compliment uh, <laughs> because I'm like so worried that I always come off as like super serious or like, you know, not like, I don't know, vulnerable enough. Um, so free is great. That's a great word. I'm going to start using that to describe myself. Um, so thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I had never felt that with you. I feel like you were definitely someone now, maybe I'm off, but you tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like you're an introverted person who has extroverted qualities. Like you have to be that way in your, your field. But I just get this feeling of someone who has a quiet confidence, but is not boastful, but also someone who's willing to take, you know, suggestions and advice without trying to internalize it, but also you being a great musician, sometimes being a perfectionist and make sure it sounds perfect but also not trying to be perfect. Maybe I'm off, but you tell me if I'm off. Okay, are you like psychic or something? Like, <laughs> it's kind of scary. <laughs> it's scary. I mean, I've been, people tell me all the time, they're like, how do you know? Okay, people are like, you can read me really well. And they're like, I'm like, well, I hope so. I've been counseling a little while. If I can't read someone, I'm in trouble. <laughs> right, right. Between counseling and interviewing people, you, I mean, but you have it down to a T, literally. Well, I appreciate it. I think I really do believe that about you. I think you have a very strong, quiet confidence. And I feel like you have the ability and people are taking notice. I mean, like I said, you had the opportunity to be on the Queen Latifah show, meeting Tyler Perry. What was that experience like, meeting Mr. Tyler Perry? That was absolutely amazing. It's still to this day one of the best experiences of my life. It was literally like a 30-day just like training session of how to be in the industry it was like really my first or my second ever big big gig like the first one being snarky puppy where i performed in front of 2000 people and then this one was like you know performing in front of a theater of 2000 but then the dvd is going to print all over the world so it was like super crazy to to have that experience behind me um and and i i think I was in a bit over my head being at such a young age. I was 11 when I did that. Um, but, you know, it was definitely a super amazing learning experience. He is absolutely, absolutely amazing. Um, it was like incredibly masterful how he would work. And, you know, just like he would pop into rehearsals and immediately go into media. And then like, then we would see, oh, but there goes Mr. Perry. <laughs> so the way that he jumped in and out of character was, you know, just completely genius and uh it was super fun to uh meet everyone and and get to work with him i am in love with Tyler Perry. he's one of my favorite people because i'm originally from new orleans i know he's from new orleans as well but i'm not even gonna practice saying hello because i'm gonna mess it up so we, we're not even gonna do that you guys but uh <laughs> but <laughs> i'm not even gonna do i'm not even gonna play myself on this podcast but but it is just such a great thing to be able to see him be able to to create these characters and just he's very masterful in the way he expresses himself but just 
a great entrepreneur and a great human being as well. You can just tell like that's that's his spirit and that's amazing. 100%. All right, so Jaina, I have two more questions for you. So this is one of the questions I ask all my guests. If you could give your younger self one piece of advice and you get to choose whatever age, what would you tell young? Hmm. This is this is a good a good question. Um I would tell young Jaina I would tell young Jaina that there is time for everything. And when I say that, I mean that I feel like at a young age I was doing so much. Um that I would focus on one thing at one time and then focus at another thing at another time and then focus at another thing at another time. Whereas now I know that the importance of being able to complete different things at the same time. Um, so I, I, you know, I would, I would tell myself that I would be like, you can, you know, enjoy being a kid. You can play video games. You can go outside. You can sing. You can dance. You can act. You can do everything. Do everything that you want to do. And don't let anyone stop you. You know, don't focus on one thing. Don't hunger down on one thing. But like, try everything. Try different things. And and really, you know, enjoy the experiences. There is time for everything. I love that. I mean, I feel like if I could go back and tell my younger self, something is just that the pain is not going to last forever. I think that's a big one for me um, because when you go through negative experiences and life changes, it just, it changes you, it shifts you. And I know one challenge that's been hard for me, I mean, my grandpa's now this year, it's going to make, I think it's going to be 19 years now since he's been gone. And it feels like yesterday sometimes and the anniversary of his death is coming up in a few weeks. And so for me, definitely February is an emotional month for me. Um, but it's just something where I go back and for many reasons um, why that month is emotional, especially when we talk about Black History Month and things. And just, it's just a lot. Um, and when I think of the whole premise of my show, Black Canvas, it means a lot of different things to different people. When they ask me, what does your title come from? And I always tell people we have a blank canvas and we get to paint it how we choose. And me being African-American and being Black, I get the opportunity to show people what I want people to see. And it doesn't have to represent darkness. It doesn't have to represent negativity, that we have a, a message and a voice and, and we can make impacts in little ways. And I feel like the little impacts that I'm able to make talking to people like you and being able to really share myself and you share yourself with me it's not only energy sharing, but it's also an opportunity for me to evolve and find myself in this journey. And I feel like the end of the journey is when I pass, but I still have opportunities to still grow and talking to you has really helped me. Well, I'm so glad. Um, I'm so glad because I feel the exact same way. Um, this definitely, you know, has inspired me and, and I have um, a lot of admiration for you, uh, you know, especially being a, a black business owner and and just kind of, you know, putting it out there and, and giving people a voice. It's very, very important. Um, and, and, you know, of course, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. I definitely know how that feels. But, you know, every day gets a little bit better. And, and exactly what you said, the pain doesn't last forever. So...
Well, I appreciate you, Jaina. And like I say, you guys, she is a masterclass singer, but I think her heart is what people will connect with the most. And it's hard to find genuine people to connect with, to be honest, you guys, especially in this industry, which is meant to put you guys against each other and not to to be team players and to help, you know, give connects and to share and be honest and open and willing to do the right thing. But I think for you, it's when you have the right intent and you you obviously had a great um, mother and family that really has supported you because they've given you a lot of insight and you've been able to use it. Um, so that's one thing I think that is amazing that you had that support um, from your family, but also the family of musicians and people who you do connect with, producers and writers. And, you know, when you find those group of people that you really know, oh, wow, they have my back and I can have theirs, it, it helps you to, to, to move. And my grandmother would always say your gift makes room for you and, and you having this gift, you know, it's making room for you to be in the doors of, and doors have been open for you in so many different levels, just based on, at a young age as well, just based on who you are and, and, and the, maybe the prayers and the thoughts that people have had for you has, has propelled you to this level. And I'm telling you, you just, the sky's the limit for you. Well, I appreciate that so much. Um, thank you. Seriously. So, well, I'm, I'm glad to share that with you. And I have one more question for you. So how can our listeners find you online? And what is next for Jane? Yes, 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 yes. So you can find me um, by searching my name, uh, Jaina Elise. That's J-A-Y-N-A, Elise, like the song for Elise. Uh, I'm, my Instagram is the Jaina Brown. You can also look up Jaina Brown, but I don't go by that no more, you know, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's pretty much how you can find me. What's next? Um, I just moved to L.A., so I've been... Uh, already in some meetings and things, uh, just kind of, you know, revamping. It's always about getting better and, and getting more out there. Definitely some new music, some new visuals. Um, and and yeah, I'm just going to be, you know, I'm going to be out here, you know. Well, Jaina, thank you so much for making time to be here with us. And I'm just grateful to know you as a person. And I'm glad that you agreed to be on this podcast. And hopefully in the future, we can have you back on Space Between. Um, I think you have a gift and I think the gift is not just your writing and your, your music. I think it's your heart. And like I said, I think that's why, you know, having the courage to share your voice with us and to talk with us. And like I said, things happen and this podcast isn't perfect and none of us are perfect. We're going to just make it work and, and just put out the energy that we want to receive. And I feel like when things go awry, it's always because there's something on the horizon that's going to be greater and bigger and so I'm just glad that you were here for this period of time with us. And we are just so glad to have you as a guest. And I want us to remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Thank you so much, Jaina, for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, 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 oh.